Welcome to the All Saints Advent podcast. Each day through the season of Advent, we're taking some time to reflect on a passage from the Bible to help us embrace this time of waiting and preparation. This year, we're being accompanied by the Gospel of Matthew, the first book of the New Testament. Our hope and prayer is that these short devotional reflections will help you to pause, ponder and pray for a few moments each day, and that by doing so, you will see Jesus once again, the light of the world who shines in the darkness. Our journey begins not at the very beginning of Matthew, but actually in Matthew chapter 24, reading from verses 36 through to 44. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill, one will be taken and the other left. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. One of my memories from growing up is that my great uncle George and auntie Doris would regularly turn up unannounced at our house, often when we were least expecting it, often at the times when we were least ready for it, and they'd expect the whole world to stop and for us to let them hold court in our living room, for there to be afternoon tea or for there to be a nice roast lunch ready for them or whatever it was. And I can remember the mad scrambles that would happen when we saw their car pull up unannounced or perhaps they'd kindly ring to say we're on our way and we realised we had a half an hour to get things in order. That is the kind of image that Jesus is wanting us to have in our minds as we think about this passage and about being ready and expectant for visitors. Come back to that in a moment. This passage, as we begin our Advent series, is actually not about the first coming, the first Advent, but the second Advent of Jesus, his second coming, what will happen at the end of human history. And this whole chapter from which this passage is lifted tells us all about that. If we go back a few verses into uh, chapter 24, we read, In verse 30, at that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and all the nations of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. This second advent will be very different to the first advent that we are celebrating at Christmas. And it's very different in one primary way. Even though so much had been spoken through the prophets, those waiting and yearning for a Messiah were surprised at the first coming of Jesus when God incarnated himself into the human story in the form of a little baby in a tumble-down stable in a little insignificant town. 
They were not expecting that. They were expecting the Messiah, but they weren't expecting him to come like that. But as we've just read, there will be no missing his arrival the second time. We're told what to expect. There will be fanfare, angels, trumpets. He will come on the clouds with power and glory. The encouragement of Jesus in this passage is to make sure we are ready and waiting. There are two things about this to note as we enter into this season of Advent. The first is that we don't know the timing. We read in verse 36 that only the Father knows when the Son will return. Even Jesus doesn't know. There have been many attempts through church history to try to work it all out and some people think there's a hidden code in the scriptures that gives us the answer but we are very uh, clearly told here only the Father knows. The second thing to note is that life will go on as normal right up to that moment. That's the point of the parallel here with the time of Noah in the passage. Life then was continuing as normal until a flood came to sweep everything away. So too will it be for us as we wait for the coming of Jesus. Life will go on as normal and suddenly he will appear. That means that we have to live always with one eye on the horizon of human history, rising each day and living as if it is the day he will return. I wonder how that affects our approach to each and every day. We need to stay spiritually awake alert, keeping watch, like people who know that surprise visitors are coming sooner or later but who don't know exactly when. These first disciples would have engaged with all of this with the context of their cultural moment very much in mind. What followed the death and resurrection of Jesus, not least the destruction of the temple, had dire consequences for them and no doubt sharpened their attention to all that Jesus is saying in this passage. We too live in turbulent and uncertain times. COVID-19 has sharpened our, our attention to the state of our spiritual lives. We have this opportunity in this time to really, really hear these words of Jesus, to be people who are uh, living, ready and waiting. Advent is this season to prepare to wait, not just so that we can celebrate Christmas, remembering the first advent that brought comfort and joy to the world but also to wake up afresh to the calling to be ready and prepared for his second advent. Let's pray. Almighty God give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and to put on the armour of light now in the time of this mortal life in which your son Jesus Christ came to us in great humility that on the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge the living and the dead. We may rise to the life immortal through him who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.